Here's the big question. What would your life look like if you never lost a customer? Welcome to the HPLS podcast. Live, relevant, and high performance information, conversations, and education weekly. I've thought about this over and over and over again. And the first time I thought about it was really when I started to have customers drop off. You know, I found, and, and it's funny because over the weekend, I was listening to one of my mentors on one of his podcasts, which really spawned today's conversation. And he said, you know, why is it that so many times we always are in search of that new shiny thing, right? That next project, that next sell, that next close. Um, and we often neglect the things that make us money in the first place. So when it, you know, you know, I was listening to it from a marketing sense. So I'll kind of give you the context from a marketing sense and I'll bring it back to us as logistics sales reps, you know, from a marketing sense, it's, it's you build out a funnel, you build out a web page, you build out like a landing page, squeeze page, build out a product and you start pushing people to it. And then they start getting the product. They purchase the product. Everything's going great. And you're like, well, I want to create another product, but we forget or we neglect how awesome that original product was and how much it's helping people. So let's let's revert this back to us as sales reps, right? Because it's very important. I mean, that question, where would you be if you never lost a customer is an incredible question because it starts you thinking, you know, if you've been in the industry one, two, three, five years, if you've been in the industry like I have for over 25 years, um, that question can really drive a lot of, holy crap, what if? Like, what if I didn't do this? Or what if I did do this? Would I still have the customer? What could I have put in place to kind of check back in with my clients, check back in with the people that, you know, help me put food on my table and who I help them achieve their goals and create something that's more congruent, that's more synergistic, that's more intertwined to help us get to the next level. I mean, that... That question should be at the top of your mind in today's economy because they have it like this. Um, what if that your close ratio drops, right? What if, what if your close ratio drops? What if your desire to continue to sell falls off the cliff just because of, you know, economics, what's going on in the world, um, customers harder to get a hold of the frustrations that you're having, um, the lack of closing. Maybe it's the lack of sales sequencing where you're moving people along because as humans, you know, that motion that we create, that form of motion gives us the emotion and the energy to keep going. So what if some of these things that are hitting you, um, are kind of playing on that mental part of our view and it's, it's hindering you from continuing down that road. What is your saving grace? Well, your saving grace right now is your client base, right? It is those people you presently work with. Now, what if, you know, in the month of January, as we sit right here, we're what, the 11th today. You say to yourself, for the next 10 days, I'm going to sit with every single one of my customers and I'm going to create a long-term client retention plan to help us do more, be more, and achieve more for them. What would your January look like? Now, I'm asking you this mainly because, you know, January being a slow month, uh, especially now um, with kind of the way the, 
you know, quote unquote holiday shipping went. Um, it was so busy. It was so astronomically insane all the way up. Um, are people just not interested? You know, with some of the, the major challenges going on in different countries around the world. Are they just no longer interested? You know, if you're shipping internationally, if you're going overseas and stuff, um, some of the challenges happening, are they just not interested in talking? If you're in the U.S., depending on which state you're in with everything happening down there, are they just not interested in talking? You know, the way this virus is spreading in, in the second and, you know, second and third wave, depending on who you speak to, some people just, it, it's like bare bones minimum. Don't do anything. Don't be any, like nothing. They're not bringing anyone on. Because of that decision, if you keep hitting these people, it's going to wear away at your self-worth. It's going to wear away at your confidence, your confidence of selling. But it has nothing to do with that. It's just the time. So would we not, at this point in time, be better to sit down? If you haven't already sat down with your customers, and if you follow me, you'll, you'll hear me say it over and over and over and over and over again. The three questions I ask, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? What can I improve on? And the fourth thing to add in at this time of year is what are your goals for 2021? How can I, as your incumbent service supplier, logistics supplier, as the person that moves your freight, whatever the verbiage is you want to use, it's all the same thing. How can I be that person to help you get to that point? What can we do? What is it that you need? How can we put in benchmarks? How can we put in markers along the road to know if we're further from or closer to your goals? How can we do this together to build that congruency even deeper? How can I help my team help your team achieve, achieve your team's goals? How can I help my management help your management achieve their goals? How can we literally intertwine our businesses? Because you know what, Mr. Customer? You are the expert at what you do. And I'm the expert at what I do. And when we combine forces and remove everything out of the equation, let's just focus on what is the goal? How do we get there? If I have to concede, if I have to step back, if you have to step back, let's just do it. That's what real partnership is, don't you think? Real partnership is understanding, hey, you have the tools. I don't. As, you know, as much as that ego part of us sometimes want to get, want to get involved, I mean, especially, let's call it spade to spade, especially with our customers and us. Right. I, I can't tell you how many times I've I've sat with customers and I know I had the solution. They were just dead set on their way. And I'm sure there's been times I've sat with customers where I believe wholeheartedly I had the solution and they saw it as not going to happen, which is why they wanted to stay their way. So, I mean, it, it's a two way street. But if we release the ego, we really come back in to the center part and say to ourselves, hmm, what is it that I need to release? Or what do I need to give up? Or do I need to hear things differently? Or do I need more context? Or do I need a, a different explanation? Or do, what do I need to do to really become tr like crystal clear, completely transparent, so you see everything as clear as day to make the, or help our customers achieve those goals? You know, I, I often see, and, and, you know, hands down, totally guilty of it myself. Like, right. So just let me explain that to you right away. Um, we go, we close a customer, you know, and then we're real tight or we're really in with that customer for X period of time. And then something happens. 
and maybe it's a miscommunication. Maybe it's a service failure that the customer's standing their ground on. Um, maybe it's a conversation, an argument, a disagreement. But if you look at the whole, right, of, of your customer. So if you look at your customer as, you know, let's do it like this. If you look at your customer as a hot air balloon, right, that hot air balloon is beautiful. It's big. It's going up in the sky. It's getting higher and higher and higher, just like you are with your customer. You're getting higher and higher up the levels. And then you have an argument and it's just a, a little pinhole goes into that balloon. And then as you have another one, and as you get more distance, all these pinholes start going in, and eventually it deflates that balloon and it drops. And when it drops, all those beautiful colors merge together in this ball of goo. That's exactly what happens with our customers. And, and if you're truly honest with yourself, you'll see that. If you don't have a long-term client retention program in place and focus on that program just as much if not more, then you focus on new sales. I honestly think in 2021, you're setting yourself up for some, some I'm not going to go so far as to say failures, but I, what I will say is that you're setting yourself up for a less than what you can achieve in results. Um, and I'm, you know, as I, as I kind of just off the cuff of my head, start thinking about it, I don't know the exact wording for it that I want to give you, but if you can achieve, you know, a uh, you know, million dollars GP and you don't have a client retention program, you might hit 70 or 80, right? So, so you're, you're going to be, you can still start getting to your targets, just your sales, everything you do on the front end to make your back end of your business. And so front end is sales, back end is client retention. Let's just use, use that analogy, right? So if you think about it like this, on the front end of sales, Right. So on the front end of when summer hits, if you fertilize your lawn, if you aerate your lawn, if you do what you need to do on the back end, your lawn's healthier. Right. So if we take that analogy and, and we put it over to our customers on the front end, if we have a client retention program, if we sit with our client and we're diligent about it, you know, how diligent are you about making sure you have a rate increase? every year or how diligent are you at making sure your seasonal clients you get a hold of them right away when it's time for the season to come i mean you're very diligent on that because it means money in your pocket but your client retention program really means more money in your pocket if we change that analogy to it and say okay if i can retain every single one of these clients what how diverse is my customer base what does it look like how how can i help benefit them and you know obviously for majority of salespeople, um, you know, we need to make a profit. We need to be profitable. We need to put money in our pocket. We need to feed our families. We need to pay our rent, our mortgage, whatever the case may be. We need to pay for our car, our gas, or fuel, or insurance, or, yeah, all that stuff. So that's kind of a given. You know, your customer, if they don't achieve their goals in their department, they have um, a possibility of losing out on that as well because they're not going to be employed. Right. So it, it's, it's a two way street. But it, I think if we if we as individuals come out and say, you know, Mr. Prospect, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? What can I improve on? You know, Mr. Pro Mr. Customer, um, I appreciate that honesty. And, you know, in the end, I really want to work with you long term. And in order to do that, I think we really need to get more congruent on what your goals are. I mean, I really need to understand what your goals are, because if I understand the big focus right? What's the one thing you need to achieve? And if we take that one thing and every action is corresponding to that one thing, meaning every action we do focuses back on that one thing. 
That's a marshaled progression. That's marshaled focus. That's, you know, congruency at its best when we all go in and focus on that one thing. And if everybody's goal is to achieve that one thing, so your team, for example, you know, with this, you go back to your team, you say, okay, and you bring your team into the meetings. You bring your team to meet their team. Okay, guys, do we all agree the one goal is this? And if we can achieve that goal, we've met our, we've met our obligations. We've done what we needed to do to help our customers achieve what they want to achieve. And when everybody is focused on the same goal, it just compounds that power of you getting there. So I hope this helped today. I, I really hope that, um, you know, you start thinking through, critically thinking, as Randy Gage taught me, you know, critically thinking through a real client retention program. Because I think if you do, you're going to find a lot of service failures go away. Um, you're going to find a lot of arguments, a lot of that um, discontent, a lot of that friction internally disappears. Because when there's a focus, when there's a goal, when there's an ambition, every single thing, you look at it and you say, okay, if we agree to do this, is that getting us closer to or further away from our goal? And if everything is focused around that one thing, it eliminates a lot of conversations that are, you know, well, they didn't do this, this, and this. Okay, but if they did that, would it get them closer to or further away from the goal? If we did that, does it help our clients get closer to or further away? Right? It's the way that I believe um, in order to make 2021 your best year ever, the year that you're most fulfilled, you know, we're in the middle, still in the middle of a pandemic. And, and I don't believe for a second you can't be fulfilled in a time like this. It's all about shifting and changing and pivoting how we do what we do and why we do it. If we can do that and we can make that stick, you'd be amazed at what can happen in even challenging times like we're in today. So I hope that served you, my friends. Remember, go out there and make every call educational and crush your sales and do yourself a favor. Give yourself a 24-hour window right now from the second you hear this to go out and create a client retention program. Take care.